This is the Holy Gospel according to St. Mark, the eighth chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus began to teach them that the Son of Man must undergo great suffering and be rejected by the elders, the chief priests, and the scribes, and be killed and after three days rise again. He said all this quite openly, and Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him, but turning and looking at his disciples, he rebuked Peter and said, Get behind me, Satan, for you are setting your mind not on divine things, but on human things. He called the crowd with his disciples and said to them, If any want to become my followers, let them deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. For those who want to save their life will lose it, and those who lose their life for my sake and for the sake of the gospel will save it. For what will it profit them to gain the whole world and forfeit their life? Indeed, what can they give in return for their life? Those who are ashamed of me and my words in this adulterous and sinful generation, of them the Son of Man will also be ashamed when he comes in the glory of his Father with the holy angels. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Grace and peace be to you from God, our Creator, and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Lent is an entire season that affords us the opportunity to contemplate the cross. See, not too many days ago, actually, we began this season by having a cross placed on our foreheads. And at the end of this season, we'll indeed be celebrating a parade to the cross itself which is why it comes as little surprise today that our text here on the second Sunday in this season of Lent deals quite explicitly with the question of the cross. Peter and his disciples and us, his disciples yet today, are asking the difficult questions about what it means to follow Jesus. Because Jesus indeed instructs us to follow today. Those who want to follow me, he says, must take up their cross in order to do so kind of a bold sales pitch. I don't know how many people are really excited to do something like that. Take up your instrument of death and follow me, but that's what Jesus is proposing to his disciples. And so I think it's important that we take a moment to really step back to understand not only what is being asked, but why this is being asked. And I think actually this idea of taking up one's cross, believe it or not, is something that I have said quite a bit in my daily life, not just because I'm a pastor, but it's just something that sort of comes up. It's a way of framing our life's experiences. Sometimes it's to sort of give off this sense of a modest you know, martyrdom of sorts, right? Losing is the cross I must bear as a Chicago Bears fan, right? Like it's just sort of this woe is me kind of a thing and it sort of pokes a little bit of fun at ourselves in the process. But oftentimes when I hear people talk about the crosses they must bear, it's far deeper suffering than that of our favorite sports teams. It hits and strikes at the very core of who we are as individuals and as a society. It points to the overwhelming situations that plague us in this life and a commitment to try to be better. Things like slavery is the cross that we must bear as an American society. 
or systemic racism is a cross we must all bear together in order that we may be better together. See, this ultimately goes back to this idea of suffering. Theodicy is what we call it in the theological world, the question of suffering. Why does suffering happen? Is suffering just a, a part of life, or is suffering a necessary part of life? Because you see, suffering is a necessary part of the framework that Jesus lays before us for what it means to be a Messiah here this day. He says, the one who is the Messiah must undergo great suffering and must be turned over and, and be rejected and then killed and in three days rise again. And I've heard this text so many times over the years, but that word must was just screaming at me this time around. Son of man must suffer. And I think this word is so key because of what it could potentially say about us and the very nature of our God. See, I would agree that suffering is an unfortunate part of our reality. It's an unfortunate part of our world, oftentimes related or connected directly to the choices that we or those around us make. Suffering, in other words, is a consequence of free will, and our decision to use that free will to benefit ourselves sometimes rather than others. So while I agree that suffering certainly is a part of our reality, I struggle with the truth that God needs suffering to occur, that suffering itself holds value in God's eyes. Because I think it's this concept that suffering is a necessity that has been used for years and for generations by those in power to justify their abuse of others. This is just simply the lot of the world, or this is simply how the world works, so you have to accept it. People have to suffer, and right now you have to suffer. These are the lies that get told, whether it be in households or as a country. Lies that suffering somehow is meant to build us up or required in order to make us whole. I think these justifications are appalling at best. These justifications are the ones that those in power often use. I think it's interesting because today, we're coming right after this moment where Peter, just, Peter names Jesus as the Messiah, as the one who was all powerful. And it's not much of a leap of faith. We like to give Peter a lot of credit for this moment, but Peter's seen a lot of really amazing and powerful things that have led to this moment. He's seen the power and mercy of the healings. He's seen the power and strength of the miracles. He's seen even the power of Jesus' wisdom. Check, check, check. Jesus has checked all the boxes of who Peter expects to see to be the Messiah, checks all the boxes of someone who has power beyond our understanding, which is what makes what Jesus says next so crushing for Peter, so crushing for us. Because Jesus says, yeah, but it's not about power. This picture that you want, Peter, this picture that's been painted isn't my reality as God. It's not the reality that we share. And Peter gets frustrated at this and lashes out, and Jesus lashes back out at him. But you see, the truth is, Jesus is trying to get Peter to fully understand what this all is going to mean. To remind Peter that God's power, right, is different. 
that God's mercy isn't for the righteous, it's for the sinners. That, that God's strength is revealed in weakness, not in acts of power. That the greatest strength that Jesus shows is on dying on the cross. Indeed, the wisdom of God is not some sort of self-help maxims that are supposed to help you live your best life, but instead it's shrouded in mystery and paradox and parable. This Jesus guy and the power that he wields is unexpected for Peter and certainly for us. And I think what's important is to be reminded that Jesus doesn't die because God needed someone to suffer. That God is so bloodthirsty that someone has to die. That for somehow Jesus is a substitute for us. That we get off the hook scot-free because someone's going to die and it's got to be him. No, I don't think that's what... What's going on here? I don't think that's what this word must means here. I think instead, Jesus dies because his mission, his mission of healing is going to align him with those who do suffer at the hands of those in power. In this case, the Roman emperor. But throughout history, empires have come and gone. Jesus must suffer because he's unwilling to back down from those powers for the sake of self-preservation. Indeed, his commitment to life knows no bounds. And his commitment is to life for all people. And in committing his life to serving all, especially those who suffer, it means he must suffer too. And this, of course, is what makes Peter, what makes us uncomfortable with this sort of reality that we share, with this invitation to follow. We're uncomfortable because... We're taught to preserve ourselves. Now, when we take up our cross, we do the exact opposite. When we take up our cross, we stand in solidarity with those who've been stripped of all power in this world. We stand in solidarity with those who suffer. And we stand in solidarity with the God who suffers with and for and alongside of us. This past year has been filled with a lot of suffering. We've seen the ravages of a global pandemic. The fact that we are celebrating the fact that we can even gather in a space briefly this morning is a minor miracle itself. We've seen the suffering of our politics. We've seen the suffering of this pandemic, which disproportionately affects persons of colors and their access to help in these moments. We've seen suffering on an individual level just this last week, as I received not one, but two heart-wrenching phone calls sharing the news of the passing of a loved member of our community. The sudden death of saints who we're going to mourn until it is that we join them in the life to come. But like Peter, we have a choice to make. We can bear our cross in a commitment to challenge this powers that cause suffering, or we can avoid confrontation altogether, maybe in the hopes that it'll help us preserve ourselves, or maybe because we benefit from those systems of power in place and we would hate to lose something along the way. But if we choose the former, if we choose to pick up our cross and align ourselves with those who suffer not as a means to an end, but as a consequence of those actions, because the consequence of those actions is the revealing of the good news of Jesus Christ. 
the good news that God's final answer for us is life. The good news that points to the mercy and the strength and the wisdom and the life that comes through Christ even in the darkest moment. So take up your cross and follow me. Those are the words of invitation this day. And those are words that remind us that suffering happens not for an end of itself, but as a result of that call. That call to align ourselves with those who do suffer, with those who bear their own crosses daily. Thanks be to God. Amen.